0: why am I so unhappy when I have everything on paper that I have desired and I build that for myself which is awesome but why does it feel so empty?
1: You're listening to the Freedom Lifestyle podcast series. I'm sharing relatable stories of freedom seekers who ditched conventional office life and courageously asked for more. The energy just completely shifted. My
0: entire being just felt so free. My business was still generating income while I was
1: on the beach I decided to quit and just stay at home I really can't work for anyone but me
0: it's literally just doing whatever the hell you want to do
1: as for me I'm your host Sam and I've spent the last four years creating a business that allows me to work from anywhere the freedom lifestyle looks different for everyone what's your free You're listening to another episode of the Freedom Lifestyle podcast series, and this one features Mimi, a life and business coach who helps high achievers build a life and a business that they love and are obsessed with, especially on Mondays. Mimi's been a friend in my life since I launched the Freedom Lifestyle about five years ago. At the time, Mimi was working for a really fast growing startup. She was in a leadership role and she found my podcast and reached out to me online asking if we could meet and go for coffee because she too wanted to have her own version of the Freedom Lifestyle. Didn't really know how, and we instantly had a great connection. And over the last five years, I watched Mimi leave this job and create create her own freedom lifestyle. It's been so impressive to watch her have every desire she want come true, including building a six-figure business. She even got her husband, Pat, to join her in the freedom lifestyle, and they became entrepreneurs together and started creating offers together. She had so many of those traditional material indicators of success. I watched her buy her first home last year where she designed her own dream office at home that looked so beautiful and such a magical place to go to quote-unquote work every day she drove a cool car she went on vacations you know she really seemed like she had it all and so I was really caught off guard when last year I was scrolling through Instagram and a video popped up of her and her husband where they were announcing that they were actually going to be separating and getting a divorce She was going to be leaving her life behind in Toronto and moving to Costa Rica. I had to reach out to her to, of course, see how she's doing and make sure she's okay, but then ask if she'd be willing to talk about this transformation and this decision on the podcast because I think there's so many important and inspiring messages here about creating your dream life and really checking in on what are you creating and is this actually what you want as you start to have these things realize and continuing reflecting and iterating on that process. Regardless of what stage you're at in the freedom journey, you're going to be really moved by Mimi's story. So here we go. Mimi, welcome to the Freedom Lifestyle Podcast. How's it going today? Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing amazing. You look like you're doing amazing. I know where you are, but let's tell the listeners where are you taking this call from today? I'm taking it from my new
0: studio in Claya Pelada, which is a section of Nosara in Costa
1: Rica. How long have you been in Costa Rica?
0: Well, officially three months,
1: but non officially six months. <laughs> And we both went to Costa Rica in the middle of the pandemic. What was happening back home that you decided, I'm going to do this, despite maybe it might not be the most popular decision?
0: Totally. Yeah. I definitely felt the pressure of staying home, but I was invited by one of my friends, Cara, who's been traveling the world for almost three years now, and she never stopped despite, you know, the pandemic and everything. She was traveling all over, like mainly in Mexico and places where restrictions were less of a big deal. So she invited me back in May to come and meet her for what was supposed to be just a quick girl's trip with myself and Amy, one of our common friends. And I decided to go for it, even though It made no sense because I had just purchased a house in Toronto near the beach, which was, you know, the whole point was to enjoy summer in Toronto. And as well as like everything that was going on and all the limitations and complications of having to do all the tests and all the things and people judging you for traveling and all these things. But I decided to go because I felt like there was something I needed to go and get from this trip. Plus, I had been waiting to travel for a year and a half, and I was really excited of
1: getting out there. What do you mean by you identified there was something that you wanted? Because I feel like that pull and that impulse for people, people can like kind of feel it, but they're just like, I don't know. I feel like you're really good at leaning into your intuition and following like the universe and little signals that you get. What was coming up for you and how did you like physically feel it to know I'm like meant to go after this experience and I want this and I'm going to do it well anytime
0: I feel some type of almost like a resistance of why am I so indecisive why is it that I'm like pulled in pulled out and it's my heart wanted it and I really felt the pull but my head was finding all the reasons not to go like creating a lot of rational ideas of why this was not a good idea so we in that phase of like yo-yoing between those two different worlds I had a chat with Pat my husband and he knows me really well and so at that time he was like Mimi you know you need to go like you know that your heart is telling you to go but you're trying to like rationalize not going but like you must go and so he's always been really good at giving me that extra push but on my end the way I see it is Anytime I'm, like, kind of afraid of doing something, it's I need to lean in and I need to go. And it's always like, oh, my God, okay, let's go, let's jump. But I never really want to, but then I push myself and then magical
1: things happen. Magical and crazy things happen. (laughs) Totally. Okay, so it's when your heart is telling you something and you notice your head's getting kind of in the way and that's usually a signal for you of like, hey, I'm just using my rational brain when I actually operate better, when I follow my heart and I follow my intuition and I let that guide me. Correct. And that ended up being like a very transformational trip for you because you didn't really go back. You had bought a house, you were married, you went to Costa Rica... And what happened? It's so interesting because even before
0: I boarded that plane to leave Toronto, there was already something in the air. There was already like a shift happening. And Pat was driving me to the airport and it was supposed to be a four week trip. So four weeks. I've done that before. In my marriage, like I went to Paris for a month and I traveled alone sometimes with girlfriends or whatever. But when he drove me to the airport, we were both crying like babies, like pouring, crying. And we were like, what the heck? We'll talk every day anyways. And, you know, we'll see each other in four weeks. It's totally fine. We couldn't understand at that time. But in hindsight, we felt nothing would ever be the same after that point. We felt it Whoa. energetically. Yeah. And so he drove me to the airport. We cried like babies. And then, as soon as I sat down on that plane, I journal. I always do that on planes. Like, I'm very, I don't know what's going on for me in plane rides, but there's always like magical things happening downloads and crazy things happen. So I pull out my journal and I start journaling. And I'm like, I think that there's something I must learn here. There's something that I don't know what it is, but and I started journaling. And it was all around like, sisterhood and connecting with other women here and getting to know myself as well through that trip and understanding also why I had been a little bit like miserable in the past two years to be honest like there was a lot of moments where I had big breakdowns of what am I doing like why am I so unhappy when I have everything on paper that I have desired and I built that for myself which is awesome but why does it feel so empty so On that plane, already, things were, like, set in motion and... From the moment I landed and the moment I arrived here, like the energy just completely shifted. My entire being just felt like so free, so liberated. I felt so alive. Well, just with the weather and everything we eat here is so alive. So even like what you put in your body is, it feels different, but also like the interactions, so many digital nomads, so many people who had been traveling all the time. And I was like, Why the hell was I in a waiting room of my life? Like, why was I waiting at home? Why didn't I just leave because I was afraid? I I, I lived my life by fear for the past two years. It just like all kind of bubbled up. And
1: that (laughs) that was the biggest realization right from the start of this trip. So let's unpack the waiting room because I think that's like such a beautiful metaphor and I don't think I've heard that before of feeling like you're in a waiting room and waiting your turn in life because from my perspective when we first met three years ago four years ago I was just starting my freedom lifestyle journey we had connected over the podcast you had a great job but you wanted to be your own boss and do this and I've watched you do that I've watched you quit your job I've watched you become a very successful coach, design a dream office that I've seen over Instagram that looks killer, $1.2 million house. I forget the number was. You did an Instagram post about it. So that's what it seemed like you were wanting this whole time. Like, what did you feel like you were waiting for?
0: I was wanting all these things for sure. And I created them. Totally. But over the last two years, it was almost like, I built this and then I was like cruising. It was almost like, okay, I get all these things and these are all like material stuff. When you think about it, it's all like external circumstances, right? So I could easily build things and and buy things or whatever, but it always felt quite empty. And it was like I was not living the life I wanted through my everyday life. So what I mean by that is, for example, bless his soul, I'm like, I have so much respect and love for Pat like we talk every day and all that so I'm not like talk shitting him not at all like I have so much love for him but he is someone who can be home and play video games with his guys and he had honestly the time of his life during COVID he was like living his best life having evenings with his boys connected he thrived he was totally fine I felt like in prison I felt like I was dying I felt like I was waiting for life to be reignited again. I felt like I wasn't living my life. And I think, yes, a big part of it was travel because travel has been something that I had in my life that really helped. But for me, travel was also an escape before. So even before the two years, it was like we would go on a trip for like a few weeks and I would cry not to come back. I never wanted to come back home, like ever. It was like, Home was not a definition of like enjoying my life and stuff. It's like, oh, back to reality type of vibe, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that without realizing it, I was building a life that was on paper what I thought I wanted from perspective of maybe like society standards and like what other people around were kind of going after. And I was like, oh yeah, me too, you know? And like I have ambitions. I, I can set goals and go for them. But I think I forgot that like it didn't really make me feel alive. I wasn't feeling alive while I was getting there. So that's really what shifted when I came here and I felt so alive. I was like, oh, shit, like what have I been
1: doing? Chasing things that I don't really care about. Totally. And so there were two things kind of holding you down. There's one, the expensive, beautiful home. You just purchased and the mortgage that I'm imagining you had for that, right? And then a partner who had the flexibility to do this, but maybe that wasn't for him. So how did you navigate those conversations? Did you try to influence Pat to be like, come on, here's what it's like out here. This is what it's like. Picture it. Let's go. We can do it together. Or did you just know right away that we're two forks in the road now?
0: It was one of the hardest discussion of my life because I was here and it was like a week in. I think it was literally like five days after I landed here, right? And Pat could see me on social media and he would text me and call me and he was like, what's going on? Your energy is so different. Like, we need to talk. What is going on? Like, he felt it, you know, he felt like a shift. And I, at that time, I couldn't even put words on how I was feeling. I was just like, Pat, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I was a bit like freaking out and overwhelmed by this because I was like, I don't know what that means. I miss you, but I don't miss our life. And it was such a difficult thing to say because, well, it hurts. It hurts big time. And so through our conversations, what was happening is that Pat was asking questions and i was responding from really from like my soul like i was letting my soul speak and it was quite revealing because he would ask questions that were like you know tough questions and i would answer really honestly and it came down to the realization that we were both kind of holding ourselves back because on one hand pat was like i i'm coming like let's go i'm willing to move here for you like i'm like i'm willing to do whatever it takes He actually came for a month to try and like make things work. But the thing is also, yes, he could have done that. But at what expense? Because it's not really what he was called to be and and to do. Pat is ready to have a family. Pat wants to have a little bit of a settle down in Montreal because that's where his family is and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I don't want that. I really don't desire that at all. And the family piece either. I'm really not there in life. Like I don't even know if I want kids. Who knows? But I'm really not there. But it's been since the beginning of our relationship that Pat was like ready for it, you know. And like I was Like you would wasn't. have had kids
1: back then, like five yeah. six years ago. Okay. From
0: day one, like seven, yeah. like eight years ago. And eight years ago, I said in two years. <laughs> and every year I was like in two
1: years, in two years, in two years. To be fair, in your defense, as women, we are told that you'll change your mind. When you tell people, I don't think I I want kids. I'm not feeling that maternal. People say to you, just wait. Just wait. When you hit this age, all of a sudden you'll want it. And you're told this. And so when you have a partner, I imagine, who's like, I'm ready. You're like, okay, I'm not ready yet. But like, apparently any day it's going to kick in. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And I'm like, I obviously didn't want to
0: close the door. I was like... yeah Yeah. okay eventually but then it never came that feeling and I'm like I believe that by always compromising it's almost like we're failing each other I'm not living fully my freedom life and like I'm free spirit and I'm kind of like we call that an électron libre in French which means like a free electron like or something like I'm someone who needs a lot of change a lot of like excitement a lot of action I'm a high energy and I'm like always doing stuff Pat is grounded he needs to be grounded it's like part of his DNA he really desires to have something where he can anchor you know and well the kid thing like he's been wanting kids for years now and so I'm failing him in that situation and then it's not that he's failing me but he can't really he could give me what I want, but he would not be fulfilled either. So, like, it's kind of like at some point it became obvious that we had, through our conversations, we had built an, an incredible life and we both grew so much together. Like, we both helped each other elevate in different ways, but we really supported each other to grow where we're at today. But over the last two years, we stopped growing together. And that was the big aha moment of our month here in Costa Rica together and all of our discussions. And every time Pat would ask a question, like the answer that would pour out of me was like, oh shit. Like it was like shocking what was coming out. And it was like, it came down to Pat telling me, I love you so much. I would love to be with you. But I value you and your growth and your potential so much. And I know that in order for you to achieve the fullest potential and because I love you so much, I need to let you go.
1: So heavy. When he said that, where's your instant impulse of like, no, I don't want to lose what I have. Or did you have that? This is right. And I'm being set free. Because you seem like you've been able to move on. Instagram, you look happy. I know what Pat saw. I see it. You are living the jungle life. You radiate that energy. Not that I thought you weren't it before. You've always been happy on Mondays. That's the brand, right? But yeah, I've noticed the shift. So yeah, let's talk about kind of now where you're at now and how you progressed from that realization in that moment until how you're feeling now and, and mm-hmm. kind of your path forward
0: yeah so for sure when you said that it was the same feeling as like my head was trying to rationalize but my soul knew that we were setting both of ourselves free and so again like I leaned in and that's always like I think I don't know if it's courage or I don't know what it is but in my life it's like I'm willing to risk big and I don't fear much I don't fear that I'll miss out because I know that if it's meant to it will come back and if it's not it's not but there is some level of personal power that I need to go unlock by being alone right now okay. and that's what I felt and so since then like yeah like I'm definitely enjoying my life the vibes you're feeling are very real and there's been a lot of personal growth and learnings and difficult moments I'm obviously sharing quite a bit on social media but there are Things that I choose not to share because I feel like it could hurt people. Specifically around what I'm learning with like the dating scene and all these things. It's like, it's very challenging. And there's been moments where I was like, what the hell did I do? What the hell? What am I doing alone here in Costa Rica with all of this happening? And I feel so alone and so frustrated and so misunderstood and all these things. But I think that overall, like what this chapter is really so far teaching me is how much power there is in being alone and independent. And like everything that I own is within me. It's like all of my power, I reclaimed it. By letting go of everything that was cluttering, basically. All the pretty things that were kind of giving me a status. My Audi, my car, you know, my Audi S5, my house, my 1.4 million house, my purses. All these things that were creating the status, I let go of. And I, like, I have a luggage here, literally. A a luggage and a carry-on. And that's it. And that's my entire life. And it allowed me to, like, reclaim my power and, like, There's moments here where I have goosebumps literally every day. There are moments where I really feel like
1: I'm unstoppable. It's really hard to put words on, but that's kind of how I feel. You actually announced that you're getting divorced on social media. (laughs) With Pat. (laughs) Yep. That's how I found out. And I want to hear, like, why that was important to the two of you. Because, I mean, it was smart. A lot of people were able to find out really quickly and hear it right from you versus Mm -hmm. rumors, whispers. But tell me about how you two together came to that Mm -hmm. decision. Because he had to be on the IGTV too.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Actually, I think he proposed to do it, I think. Really? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So first, like we've been, you know, in business together and like our entire thing is authenticity. We've been, you know, even the name of our program was The Authentic Funnel. So Because like, you created we a, were, a
1: program together.
0: Yeah. So everything I've been since the beginning of my journey is like very real and sometimes like almost too real. Like I say a lot of things online and sometimes like my parents are like, OK, you need to shut up. But I just feel like this is so part of my brand to show the world what's actually going on behind the scenes and be real with people. So when all of this happened first, the whole time, like Pat and I are still best friends, to be honest, every time there's something that happens here, I call him, we talk and same for him. And it's like, that's how we've navigated this uncoupling situation. And so the whole time was like a lot of discussions and conversations and like, We were always making sure we were good. And so we felt like it was probably easier than calling every single person to announce our decision. And we felt like, you know what, we're so public, the way we've been operating our businesses in life, it would kind of be weird to hide it because anyways, people would notice that we're not together anymore. Like if I'm not posting with him anymore and all these things. So it just made sense. We even did that for our friends and family. We did a a different video that was a bit more like personal and stuff. But yeah, we did the same thing. And we sent a video to people. Some people were really shocked and kind of like annoyed by our way of operating. But other people were like, this is so modern. We admire your maturity in this and the way you're navigating this. And it's kind of really beautiful that you're laughing about it in the video we were kind of like making jokes a little bit together so Hmm. yeah I wouldn't say that like it's been like perfect like we've had like moments where I'm like crying and then he's crying and like of course like we've experienced all the emotions but we kind of did it
1: together which is really interesting because that's what marriage is all about too totally and you mentioned your program that you had together and you had a business together so you were making money together Was there any fear about how that would impact your revenue? How has it? How have you navigated that? Are you still in business together? Like what has that looked like from a revenue standpoint in the way you make your money and run your business?
0: So basically at that point, we decided not to continue selling that program. But we decided to honor our commitment to our clients and finish like the remaining Months that were part of their experience with us inside the program. So we actually just ended this week was the last week of the program together. together. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, calls, coaching calls together every single week. That's the vibe between us. It's been so much love and respect throughout this entire thing, and we're very professional people. So like we care about our clients and providing them the the level of support and everything. So. It was like totally part of our discussions to honor that. And we just decided not to continue selling
1: it, but we would honor it. How do you define freedom lifestyle for yourself now? Really freedom from within.
0: Like, yes, I'm here. Of course, I'm living it. The freedom of being in Costa Rica for sure. I think like really what I'm seeking and working more on is giving myself all that I need for me, meaning instead of seeking uh, recognition or seeking validation from having a nice car or seeking love and attention from men or from someone else in my life, you know, I'm really intentionally giving myself that. And it's not always easy. That is what I think is ultimate freedom. It's a work in progress, but that's really what I'm unlocking
1: these days. I'm really grateful that you decided to come on my show and you know answer all of these questions and be such an open book it's a very relatable story for a lot of people in terms of maybe being in a relationship or being on a path that they thought they wanted and then realizing oh shit this might not be for me and you're just very transparent and authentic about that so very on brand babe. Thanks so much for listening to another episode. If you found this story really touching, there's actually another episode I did in season two that you'll love as well. It's season two, episode 15. It's called Landing and Leaving Your Dream Job with Ainsley. And in this episode, she also talks about going after what she wanted and getting it. She went to marketing school and immediately got amazing jobs working for Coca-Cola and huge corporate brands and realize that just isn't even what she wanted and end up starting a business so if you like today's story you'll love that one go check it out and as always please share with another freedom seeker who this story could really help them on their freedom journey until next time enjoy your freedom